0: Today, Joe Biden prepares to confront Vladimir Putin amid his G7 blunders. More vaccine passports on the way. And Chuck Schumer is apparently an ableist. We have a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. welcome to the news and why it matters i am sarah gonzalez yes it is still the same show just with a different opening uh sorry i missed you guys yesterday jason buttrell was supposed to fill in for me and then he just went and got food poisoning which i found to be very rude so our apologies but we are back and ready to go also back with uh yakubuyan's host of the Buyans show who by the way i would just like for everyone to know before well let me just go ahead john doyle I guess I'll introduce you. I guess I'll introduce you. Uh, Hi, John. Of course, this is a heck off commie's own. John Doyle, True. Um, but I had a lot of people reaching out to me. I think that they were worried that there was some rift because Jakubujans isn't on. Where's is Jakubujans? Where is he? Why isn't he on? Well, Jakub was out of town.
1: There's no rift. We're, right, we're, I, was, we're I was dying, I was dying for family. him to come on too. I so missed you, I so missed you. It's so good to be back, thank you so much. I know you did a great job. I actually got to watch some of the shows while filming our did TV you? series, yeah, I, I got to, yeah. I, I this had, is
0: big time producer. I had filmmaker with I had here, withdrawals. So. Yes, know? I no. know. Well, we did too. Yeah. So it's good you. for you to be back. It's an honor. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, we like to give <laughs> the people what they want. So let's get into uh, the news of the day. So obviously like I said I was gone yesterday we didn't get to talk about all of the G- g7 summit uh, meetings blunders uh, and then of course now Biden is preparing to confront Vladimir Putin in Geneva this week um, now Biden has uh, been blunt in his assessments of Putin in the past you will recall probably um, they had asked like do you think he's a killer and he basically unequivocally had said yes, Uh, a little bit different now. I believe this was yesterday during the NATO summit. He was asked the same question. uh, And then what would you say to Vladimir Putin? And I think Joe Biden, once again, short circuiting live on television, watch this. In a weekend
2: interview, Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? (laughs)
3: <laughs> the answer to answer the first question <laughs> i'm laughing too they actually i uh, well look i mean he has made clear that uh, uh the answer is i believe he has, in the past essentially acknowledged that he was uh There are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, um, when I was asked that question on air, I answered it honestly. But it's not much of a I, I, I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have.
0: Now, this is, uh, of course, I mean, the stakes are high for this meeting. Uh, since Biden last met Putin in person, the United States has accused Russia of interfering in two, uh, two elections, uh, the second in 2020, and uh, executing an unprecedented cyber attack against US businesses and government institutions. And uh, of course, there is Crimea. So <laughs> I'm not sure that I would call this a strong stance At this point, I believe it took about seven seconds for Joe Biden to fully reset before he could speak again. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts?
1: Oh, it does matter. (laughs) From a guy to the world, it matters. Mm -hmm. This is major point score Putin. Putin, the guy with no shirt riding a horse (laughs) bareback. Right, in Russia. not the image
0: that I wanted. Okay. No. Thank you.
1: But now you're going to come. You know what's going to happen next week when a big cat slaps a little cat and is, is put in the killer? Doesn't even have to. It is point scored. It is advantage Russia. It is USA is subject to because our leader that's walking in there goes, oh, it doesn't really matter. You know, I'm just going to meet with the strongest opponent we have and he'll play nice. He's going to slap you like a big cat and laugh at you while he's doing it. This is why bring Trump back that pushes people aside that says USA first, America first. Hey, Putin, you're under my shoe. This is not good. This is this is bad. Remember, China laughed at us in Alaska and said, you don't even come from a place of strength. You. This guy's saying this is not bad, this is this is an atrocity. If I was his coach and this is fight day, I'd say fake an injury. <laughs> Don't show up because you're about to be humiliated. And and I'm so pro-America, Sarah, but this is not the representation we want
0: yeah, John, at the G7. Yeah, I, John, I mean, I can hear the calls for impeachment now had President Trump said something like that. I mean, he was, you know, he did his whole Trumpian way of speaking when he talked about Kim Jong-un, and the press couldn't believe it, the <sighs> left couldn't believe it, that he would say these things about this killer, now we have Joe Biden like, I mean, what difference at this point does it make?
2: Yeah, they, they live in these thought bubbles and they're not aware that most of the rest of the world isn't enlightened on things like egalitarianism and feminism, and so fundamentally, people <laughs> still respect and respond to strong male leadership. Right. And you have someone like Joe Biden, who, you know, he's good looking, he's charming, uh, he doesn't have a whole lot going up going Is on he? upstairs anymore. I think he's a handsome guy. I think he's not he's not as unlikable as someone like Hillary Clinton. Okay. That's like like he's I mean, kind of pretty he, unlikable. He's got that smile, but you know, like if you're just—I don't know—that's my opinion. But anyways, <laughs> compare that to someone like Vladimir Putin, who, like you said, the yeah. optics of riding the the horse bareback, shirtless, and you know he goes hunting, and he just commands respect. Like when he walks, people right. just—he looks like a guy who knows that he's untouchable. And Joe mm-hmm. Biden, you know, you watch videos of him walking. They take the still images and they put them on Twitter, like you know, two weeks down or whatever. Look at a video of him walking around. He's Looking the yeah. And then Jill Biden has to come and escort him towards where he is. He has no idea what he's doing. And so on the world stage, someone like Donald Trump, you know, maybe he didn't have the policy knowledge necessary, but he had the instincts to go in there and know that, like, he's just generally going to do what's best for the American people, where Joe Biden doesn't even know what he's doing. He's going to look like a joke.
0: Yeah. Well, OK, so on that note, let's let's play. I, there were a ton of clips that, that we had to choose from. I know that there was one that probably most of you saw out there that was Joe Biden forgetting that he was introduced to the, uh, was it the South African president? Yeah. <laughs> and that was, uh, speaking of John, I mean really there's this look of emptiness in his eyes whenever he's looking around. It's like he's not quite sure who everyone is, where he is, um, but here is another one that surfaced of Joe Biden just kind of interrupting himself, getting lost in his own thoughts, watch.
3: And, uh, and we, I've said it before, and I apologize to repeat, oh, I didn't have to take photos and then I gave them an the the I, right? I mean, there's not a lot of people here. I apologize. I'm going to get in trouble. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Later. But um, uh, we, um, uh, you know, there's a lot that, uh, that is it, 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 it's happening.
0: Come on, look, man, the thing, you know, the thing. Here's the deal. <laughs> look, just, man,
1: honestly, you just look need fat. To act acting is reacting. And if you look at the faces of the other leaders that's sitting in the room, they're going, swallow me up, please. It's <laughs> almost like they say, can somebody throw the US a lifeline? Yeah. Can we send our coaches to help you so you can be a worthy opponent? Yeah. By the way, him not knowing Cyril Ramaphosa, the the leader of South Africa, who is the number one champion of all things China around the world in the BRICS coalition, who is the second highest threat to the U.S. at the moment, the BRICS coalition, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. The fact that he doesn't even know the man by, by just looking at him tells you how little he's in touch. The country at the moment, the show we did with Glenn, that is murdering white farmers at a rate that is unseen, reverse racism that is unseen. The fact that our president can't identify this guy should tell you that this man is not on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they shoot him up with to get him up in the morning, but it's it's he's not here. Yeah. This is this is a this is a serious problem.
0: I mean, just a little bit. It's just the leader of the free world who um, can't. Would you
1: have me back if you passed <laughs> to me and I go um uh yeah you know so anyway (laughs) so anyway there's a lot of people here you can't expect me to remember names
0: yeah i mean it's painful listening to the stutters and the uh actually you know what i don't want to call it a stutter because they're going to say oh well remember he has a stutter that's it's not it's a stumble not a stutter i should not say stutter uh john yeah
2: he said what was it that he had a speech impediment and he tried to like victimize himself every
0: every time he doesn't know a word and he short circuits they're like you can't make fun of a man with a stutter are you crazy which is
2: interesting because the coalition in which he's operating as we'll get into With chuck schumer seems to be a little bit ableist towards those types of people yes
0: yes so yeah
2: i'm laughing at what you said uh, or what he said about would you have me back if i did this because i heard through the grapevine that you were critical of my tendency to simply respond to takes with just so true (laughs) and yet i've still been able to come back you have yeah but you do
1: it with your eyes up and you do it with confidence and you go so true i'm not a a cognitive decision it's not a 45 second decision to say so true true right But
0: and
2: now I, you really want me but bad. i'm not a narcissist though you make a good point i'm not going to say well that was good but let me make it my point i'm just gonna saying good points there so true and that that's the end of it that's, that's the end of it I know. I know. oh what a gentleman john doyle is over need here more.
0: okay so so we're talking about how bad optically it looks to be you know to have joe biden as your president right now we're not the only ones talking about it uh an australian news organization sky news they actually covered this but they covered it in a way that is very similar to the way that we do which is to point out how good the glowing coverages of joe biden whenever he goes anywhere does anything and uh, it, it it's just like God, everyone around the world knows it. I know, I tweet this out all the time. I'm like, the world is laughing at us. The world is laughing at us. No, literally, the world is laughing at us, watch.
3: I wanna to go to the US now
2: because the media has been gushing as their beloved Joe Biden prepares for his trip to the United Kingdom to attend the G7 summit. Listen to how CNN is reporting this momentous event. Joe Biden is stepping onto the world stage for the first time as president, and equal to foreign leaders, now, let's go back in time to 2018 and see if those same newsrooms offer the presidency of Donald Trump such light and positive coverage.
1: Attic and deepening G7 divide, better put perhaps as G6 versus one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sophie, uh, they're essentially, they're, they're calling it the G6 when Trump's there, but Joe Biden's there and it's, and it's momentous and it's positive and it's glowing. And, and it's, it, they're trying to give the illusion that he doesn't have any disputes with any of these international uh,
3: leaders. <laughs> what do you think of that? I just think Joe Biden is a lucky person. He has got all <laughs> the media on his side, or most of the media on his side, particularly CNN, uh, completely at odds with what they did to Trump. So uh you know his popularity surely can only win from this because he's getting so much positive PR through the journalists who are massive fans of him it's really quite appalling to watch and what happened to straight news reporting which doesn't seem to be existent there
0: I'm like am I listening to Blaze TV that sounds yeah, like exactly yeah. what we've been saying for years now it's but, incredible
1: I mean when when the white house gets schooled by the aussies i'm a south african <laughs> we never get schooled by the aussies that's yeah. like fighting words and this is just <laughs> but this is the truth though truths are being spoken around the world and in the u.s you can't speak truth in the u.s you got to see something and say oh it's not really what you're seeing let's sugarcoat it because it's liberal and therefore it's good you know and it's narcissistic in the extreme sense they said trump was a narcissist They're the narcissists. They're the ones who can't face the music and really call a spade a spade and call balls and strikes. And so look, I've never seen a human being that had more support in his job. Can you imagine if you, me, the Walmart teller has this kind of support where the CEO of Walmart goes, no matter what you do, we're gonna gonna say you're the greatest. You're the greatest. Now let's get back to a country where it's on merit. You earn it, Mm. right? You fall going up the steps twice, you're not quite fit. Let's put you through a fitness test. Sorry, buddy. Uh, We're going to bring a replacement, right? The world's laughing at us. And and thankfully, they're saying things American media other than Blaze TV, Mm -hmm. including Fox. Fox not speaking the truth, none of Mm -hmm. them. Blaze TV speaking the truth and obviously Sky Sky News Australia. Yeah, I I find that to be pretty
2: reassuring. I'm guilty of this. I've had to retract previous statements. There's a sort of like George Bush era patriotism of like, USA's number one, all the other countries are dumb. But it's like, you see this in, in the Aussies or even in different parts of Europe, like them laughing at us is almost reassuring in a way. It makes us feel like less isolated. Like there are people in the world who see what's happening and they're like maybe sympathizing, maybe mocking us, but at least they get that what's happening right now is not good and it's not even legitimate. And so we can kind of, you know, reach across the pond and, you know, salute. I'm glad we're not totally isolated in this battle. Maybe we can take back the West someday.
0: Yeah, Uh, so true, so true, true. that's all I'm going to say. Okay, really quickly, I know we got to go to break, but I do want to really quickly play. I just found this amusing. Um, You know, there were a lot of mask photo opportunities with all of these world leaders who obviously have been vaccinated. But this was my favorite one, which was, of course, uh, Boris Johnson with uh, a couple other world leaders. And he, he they're all standing there and he says, okay, well, we could take our masks off now. And then they sit down right where they were standing because somehow COVID doesn't strike you when you're sitting, as we all know, watch. I just, you can't make it up.
1: I told you in the past. You can't make it up. Boswell and Wilkie circus show, okay? <laughs> circus show, this is... The, this is so laughable.
0: Yeah, I it, mean, it, it's, it's sad. Uh, John, last word.
1: The
2: coverage is just so biased and negative of COVID. I mean, they'll talk about the death rates, how bad it is. No one talks about how considerate it is that it will not infect you if you are sitting, <laughs> if you are eating or drinking, only virus. if it's you a great are point. at Thanksgiving dinner. That's
0: a but great point. But they won't point. talk about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It is very smart. Or
1: dancing at weddings.
0: True. True.
1: <laughs> Dance at weddings. You can't do that. Can't do that.
0: Uh, all right, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, for those of you who maybe uh, you got a little bit of a sweet tooth, you have some weight to lose, and you're constantly going to the pantry, you're constantly going where you shouldn't to look for something to snack on. Yeah, we gotta stay away from the snacks because they catch up to us, but not if you are snacking on Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. It's delicious, it's all covered in 100% chocolate. It's low in calories, low in carbs, high in protein, high in fiber. By the way, uh, I do mostly keto, and uh, you can eat them on the keto diet um i'm not making this up yaku has tried them as well
1: fantastic the best protein bar i've ever had no question and i'm not endorsed by them i just love them
0: yeah he just loves them because of the low sugar yes yeah, yeah, yeah. and
1: real chocolate yes those two things real chocolate low sugar
0: the Amazing. chocolate is very, very quality chocolate. Yeah. By the way, uh, here's some good news. Built Bar is doing a special flavor for Father's Day, the Caramel Brownie, and it's going to be available June 19th and June 20th. So if you are looking to get Dad something for Father's Day, you know he's going to love. You can go to builtbar.com. Use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order only at B-U-I-L-T, builtbar.com. The Biden administration released its new White House National Security Council plan to address domestic terrorism uh, today. And they pledged to focus on curbing the spread of the militia extremism and, quote, white supremacy that uh, the, the administration says is the most are the most persistent and lethal threats so they have laid out a comprehensive approach to addressing the threat while safeguarding bedrock american civil rights and civil liberties values that make us who we are as a nation this was according to joe biden in a press conference and uh, by the way the nsc the national security council has now defined domestic terrorism as this is this is the the definition activities that involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the united states or of any state appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion or to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction assassination or kidnapping and occur of course within the jurisdiction of the united states so um, this is also this comes as i know i was telling you guys off air but I, i i just saw the clip so i couldn't pull it for the show but CNN was discussing how the FBI had said that um they were actually looking for uh maybe some sort of violent acts from QAnon they said uh the FBI has warned lawmakers in Washington that QAnon followers may become more violent because they can no longer quote trust the plan. Wow. So you see the foundation being laid to demonize Absolutely. uh well you John.
2: Me specifically. You. Uh, this, I, yes.
0: oh, he's an African-American, so I feel like he gets a pass.
1: You're,
2: he's from I, South
0: Africa, so okay. he's an African-American. I know
1: you just had a moment. Don't have yeah, like, a moment with me.
0: What, South African
1: you, passport, <laughs> American <laughs> passport. African-American, African-American is not skin pigment. Okay. Yeah, that's a see,
0: so that's So that's, that's our out. So okay. you, but you, John. They're laying the foundation to be able to uh, demonize you. Not
2: me. I think we actually found out that I am more Native American than Elizabeth Warren, which if she's the metric of Native American representation in government. You are. Yes. Yes. And so
0: (laughs) you get a pass, too.
2: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) My people.
0: Yeah.
1: Look, by that definition, which is amazing. Thank you for that definition, because by that definition, Black Lives Matter Inc. is Mm. a domestic terrorist organization. By that definition, burning buildings down, threatening lives, so by that definition, and this is the double standard you see from this administration all day long, and they snare themselves. They can't help themselves because they'll throw something out there. Like the pasta theory, if it sticks, it sticks, and then when they double back, it goes, oh, snap. You know, cancel culture can turn back on us. Uh, now what happens if one of our own turns against us, like Caitlyn Jenner? How do we handle that? Mm-hmm. How, do, how do we pivot, pivot? There's a constant pivot because it's not, no conviction. So by definition, Black Lives Matter Inc., then by their account, as a national domestic terrorist organization.
2: Never in the history of recorded text has there been something written with as little self-awareness as that definition. (laughs) It's just incredible.
0: (laughs) It's like all of the left-leaning organizations I know, and that's what's so scary
2: is they have such a firm grip on us in this country where they can literally, in any major city, uh, they can terrorize and burn down buildings and intimidate people. You can't walk around with a Trump hat or a MAGA hat on anymore. Like, you will be assaulted. I've been to all sorts of political rallies. I've never seen, like, an actual white supremacist. The Mm -hmm. KKK doesn't exist. Nazis don't exist. They have no representation. Nobody likes them. They have no support anywhere, whereas communists have all the institutional support. We know that. But it's like we can be escorted into buildings by federal police. They can say you can stay as long as you don't break anything. And then what happens? We get a commission. We're going to be written about uh, and compared to the 9-11 hijackers. And it's like they're like literally using federal police to target us. And I have to say, when I see someone like Vladimir Putin saying that, like, you know, Biden is perhaps using his uh, his DOJ to to target his political opposition and then you see him and he's riding the horse you explore the possibility of moving to moscow <laughs> just a little bit not with with serious intent but just a little bit
0: yeah uh, i want to say too included in this plan that they've laid out uh by the way it's likely to cost um, more than a hundred million dollars there is an effort to provide retiring members of the United States military who are deemed at risk of being seduced by extremism with anti-radicalization training. So they will take it upon themselves to make sure that you don't get radicalized by anyone and they will give you that anti-radicalization training at, you know, as a thank you for your service, I guess before you leave and then go and retire. Um, and this is after we've seen all of these woke commercials yep. uh, about the people who are joining the ranks. What could possibly go wrong?
2: That's what no. they don't yeah. get. The the anti-radicalization is what radicalizes people. Like, yeah. People just want to be left alone. Right. And then you start throwing this in their face. Like you have to feel guilty for loving your country. You have to feel guilty because you are born white. And it's like, that's what radicalizes people because they insist on cramming it down everybody's throats.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, but it is, that is, their status quo that is the game plan mm-hmm. you disrupt from within this is Sun Tzu this is the art of war this is how you do battle in the military if I have a problem with you I don't fight you I get someone else to fight you for me and I take the spoils this is how you do it so you create disruption in a culture by ri- critical race theory that's going rampant through this country and you create this subcontext without definition by the way because none of these things have definition so, so what is radical? Right. Ask them to define, can't define. Nothing has definition, it's says gross overstatement and just big words and definition that they can pivot in, but, uh, sorry, uh, statements, but that no definition. So mm-hmm. you can't pin it down, you can't legislate on it. You can't say, well, you said, you know, this group now qualifies as a domestic terror group. Well, we didn't mean it that way. Right. It's not quite what we meant. They can burn the building down, but you can't because you're the wrong skin color. So it's divisiveness and they have to divide. This is Clinton, this is Obama, this is all of them. They have to create a race conversation in this country. They can't run their party without race tension, critical race theory or pinning people against each other. So we're doing their dirty work for them, really, honestly, by going against each other uh, by them starting the narrative with no definition and just say, yeah, all white men should apologize for being white. No, thank you. Won't do. Right. So it's just time to draw a line.
0: Well, the NSC has also categorized uh, what happened on January 6th as domestic terrorism. Of course, this is what prompted Joe Biden to do all of this. What are your thoughts on, on that, John?
2: On um, what specifically? One six? The,
0: well, yeah. I mean, be qualifying it as domestic terrorism.
2: Uh, I think to his point, it's it's just vaguely defined so as to keep the establishments in power and people who would be inclined to dissent or push back against that because they actually care about their country and its founding values uh, in in the defensive position, basically.
0: Mm. Uh, Yaku, I like that wrap-up, basically
1: basically. I don't yeah. your basically. <laughs> yeah. No, no, look, it, it, it is, again, it's divisiveness. It, it's, it's setting a set of rules for them that they play, and they can manipulate and move, and, and the rest of us just don't play by those rules, right? So th- they're going to do this because this is how they operate. They, they can't unify. The second they move towards any form of unity, they'll lose control completely. Mm-hmm. Because unity brings truth. it brings transparency right and it brings common goal which is always going to be country first it's always going to be mission first it's like any company any great company there's a great visionary with a great vision and a bunch of command guys that can follow the vision right this is why Musk can raise money although he loses money yeah how does he keep raising money he lays out incredible vision with the best talent and they go we're going that way they can't do that because you can't divide people when you go that way as a unit because people pull together and and that is Judeo-Christian, conservative, capitalism. Those elements bring people together. Everything they do is about dividing people to take the spoils.
0: Yeah, all right, uh, we've got more to come, including vaccine passports on the way in California. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Raycon. So, uh, you know, I'm sure that you, some of you are traveling this summer. I don't know if it's for work or for play. Whatever the case may be, you are going to be on the move, so you need to get you some Raycons, all right? Uh, especially so that you don't miss an episode of the news and why it matters if you are traveling. Uh, Raycons are great. I have some. I actually, when I was, I was just out of town yesterday, I was on the plane, I could not be without them. And they go all the way in your ear, they're kind of hidden, but they don't have those stems that just get in your way and weigh it down and fall out and all of that. And you also can get the same crisp, uh, powerful audio at like half the price. Of some of these other premium audio brands. Uh, They come in a bunch of different colors. They have customizable gel tips included for a comfortable ear fit, so they have all different sizes, so you can get that correct size to fit your ear properly. Uh, The Bluetooth very, very easily pairs with whatever device you need it to. Uh, By the way, Raycon is offering 15% off of all of their products. For my listeners, all you have to do is go to BuyRaycon. That's B-U-Y. BuyRaycon.com slash why you will get 15% off there and I'm telling you guys they are already very reasonably priced so pick up a pair for you and then I'm just going to do you a favor and give you a tip also pick up a pair for your child because your child is going to see them and love them and steal them from you so go ahead and go get two at buyraycon.com slash why All right, Gavin Newsom, uh, I think he decided that people can't hate him enough in California. He's like, how do I get more people to despise me? So he uh, discussed the rollout of an upcoming vaccine verification system. And um, this is, by the way, as they just now in California got that updated guidance, it took place, what is it today? No, yesterday, yesterday Yesterday was Monday. Uh, It just took place yesterday that they were finally able to uh, return to normal-ish because you're still in California, right? Uh, In most situations for vaccinated people. Uh, So fully vaccinated people, they want to be able to do everything that they were doing before the pandemic. But um, if you are not fully vaccinated, they want you to still wear a mask. And uh, Gavin Newsom says that Businesses, venue operators or hosts may choose to give information to all patrons, guests and attendees regarding vaccination requirements and allow vaccinated individuals to self-attest that they are in compliance prior to entry and that they may implement vaccine verification to determine whether individuals are going to be required and you know whether or not they're telling the truth. Because you better not lie to the state, according to Gavin Newsom. But he would tell you it's not a passport. This is not a vaccine passport. It's just, we're just discussing how to verify that, you, that you've had the vaccine, but don't, but don't call it a passport, please.
1: It's a passport. <laughs> it's a passport, 100%. Yeah. And,
0: uh, papers, please.
1: It's uh, papers, please. Papers, please, to pass through the gate feels a little reminiscent mm. of killing a lot of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and so that's the camp he's putting himself in, and that's the bed he's making, and he's going to have to land it. This is a guy who wants to make a run for president. Oh. This is a guy who wants to, in 2024, make a run. And I'm telling, somebody needs to whisper in the ear, this, this is the way to not Frank. win favor. Because I think he sleeps at night and go, How you're right, how can, I, how can I push the envelope further? How he's still in office blows my mind. Okay, how he's... Yeah. How, how well,
0: hopefully but, not for long. <laughs>
1: no, but this is a passport, 100%. And unfortunately, if if I take my experience in the work we do, these kind of trends start with Newsom, and then they go like a brush fire through the country. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, whether it's critical race theory, competence of sex ed, or this, or gender neutrality, all these things start with Newsom, and they have started with Newsom for the last three years, and then they go like a brush fire. So I'm concerned about this because he has support for this, that other states are gonna jump on this. and But it's a passport, 100%. So Americans should just think about your freedom and then think whether you need to show another form of identification that came in a little vial with a doctor stabbing you, right? Whether you should show those papers. I say burn it to the ground. That's what you need to burn. Burn these vaccine papers. Burn them. John. Yes, buddy let's go i like <laughs> that and that's the scary
2: part is the other side of that coin is just how many people especially in california have accepted the jab as a prerequisite to getting their lives mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. It, it's reminiscent of when you're like in elementary school and like one kid talked and so there's like the collective punishment it's just like well maybe if you stop talking we could go outside it's like i didn't talk in the first place i should be outside right now <laughs> right. It's like it's not my fault this happened but the masses are just so willing to go along with these narratives because i think they're insecure and so they're just like, you oh, know, I'll conform. I don't want to, I don't want to dissent. I don't want to swim upstream.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see because there are so many states who have come out and said, yeah, we're not doing the whole vaccine passport thing, by the way, you're not allowed to do it um, in our state. You know, Florida uh, comes to mind. So it'll be interesting because I think so only so many states, radical states can adopt this. And then they're going to get a lot of pushback from from the other. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, I do want to also get to a story over in Illinois a mother in Bloomington, Illinois, recently voiced her opposition to uh, the new educational standards that force children to learn about um, by the way, if you have children in the room, probably don't want to keep them in the room for this one. Forced children to learn about uh, masturbation, anal sex, and transgender ideology. This is before their teenage years. Uh, this, is, this is the new bill and what it's all about. I think we have the expert here to, uh, to break it down afterwards, but let's listen to this mad mom.
3: And she came to your school when she procures bids for ISU with construction, and came to your school and spoke to your staff for two straight days. Why did she do that? This is why she did that. This is why she did that. To make sure that when our students want to know whether or not they have a or a they have pictures from your staff to be able to help them. They don't have enough sex. They don't have enough sex, they need adults to tell them how to masturbate, and what I call that is, so here's what I'm asking you, you have a hard time hearing this from me, but this is for for 10 years old and up, and this bill was passed for 5 year olds, and you have a hard time me sitting here telling you the words, sex, masturbation, that's hard for you, or the time's up, because the time's not really up, I don't believe you, Mr. Wiley, that my time is up.
0: Uh, guys get your kids out of public schools mama bear yeah yeah you don't wanna you don't wanna you don't wanna mess with a mom in that yeah, situation
1: yes yeah, yeah. yes so that book she's holding up is in my study it's called it's perfectly normal it's supported by what's happening to my body for boys what's happening to my body for bro- girls that curriculum comprehensive sex ed was written by the United Nations by UNESCO Sika's Planned Parenthood It was taken to Africa and then it was adopted by a governor called Gavin Newsom and Gavin Newsom wrote it into executive order in the state of California where every kid in the state of California in public school now learns that. And yes, that book on page 12 asks a boy if anal sex hurts at age 10. Now they've brought it down to kindergarten age five and they do teach masturbation in the classroom at age five and if the teacher is not willing to teach it and this is what i do for a living mm-hmm. if the teacher is not willing to teach it they will gladly bring a planned parenthood representative into the classroom to come teach this right and so this is so you've got critical race theory going on and then you've got an absolute indoctrination of sexual desensitization of children at age five while our country's average for pornography entry is boys age eight so you're now talking about boys asking questions. We have a 12-year-old boy we're working with now who is sitting in a the classroom. They asked him, does anal sex hurt? He goes on YouTube and he types in anal sex. Mm-hmm. He gets graphic porn. Mm-hmm. Two months later, he's a porn addict. He's now watching two hours porn a week. That is 100% contributed to that superintendent. I spoke to Frisco ISD last night in Texas about this very issue. This is a mass. You want to talk about a pandemic or an epidemic in our country? This is it. Mm. This is it. When you have a five year old having to talk about masturbating in front of his friends in kindergarten, wake up, America. You talk mama bear. uh, She should get the claws out and draw blood because we're talking Mm -hmm. about our children here. Mm -hmm. And this is who they're coming after. And every single American that voted for Joe Biden, I say, this is on you. One this thing is on you
2: i miss is uh the christian right of the 80s and the 90s i was in a bookstore a few weeks ago and there was something on display on like one of the end caps and it was like you know intro to voodoo and like you know spell casting for kids and i just sort of thought to myself 30 years ago not that this is good but there would have been christian moms coming in and like kicking that over like you're not going to indoctrinate our children into like a cult worship and things like this there are two complementary ideas that are existing within that coalition one is that Child sexuality does exist. They can be eight, nine years old, and we need to teach them about these graphic things for their education so they know how to pleasure themselves properly. That's one idea. The second idea is that kids are completely understanding of themselves and their identity. They are able to consent to things like hormone blockers and sex reassignments. What is the implication of those two ideas that are flowing parallelly, or I guess concurrently, that child sexuality exists and also children can consent? What's the result of that? And, well, the slippery slope doesn't exist, really, because Mm -hmm. in 2015, there were predictions that were made, and that's not gonna happen, here we are six years later. Mm -hmm. In the 90s, predictions were made, that's not gonna happen, here we are. It's Mm -hmm. within even my lifetime, I'm 21, it's within my lifetime. That is the result, because they they want to, and you mentioned pornography, too. The average age, uh, I think it was 11 or eight years old, you said it, yeah. And so now I did a, it's interesting, you mentioned my channel. I have like a two hour dissertation just against pornography that I think you'd really be interested in since it overlaps with your work. It's like they want to get people addicted to this over sexualized culture because it corrodes the spirit and it just gets them totally locked in and it makes them a slave to their own desires and if you're a slave to your desire you can never really see the truth because everything that you observe about the
1: world is always going to be through the lens of your yep. own perversion and corruption
3: mm-hmm. porn, porn mm-hmm. is the only That's drug
1: right. that rechannels the neural pathway of the brain there's no other drug and mm-hmm. this is all and if you want to talk about women's rights this is a direct violation on women's rights why because when you desensitize men to sex, they objectify women, the women self-objectify. Now you've got a very weak society because the man is supposed to be the hunter, the putin' a bareback on a horse to go out and go get meat. But the mom makes the homestead and works and keeps the family together and keeps the kid fed. When a dad goes on a trip and he comes home, you know what my wife says? Hey, you got to step back into the system, mm-hmm. buddy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to disrupt sleep cycles and systems and moms are pivotal to society here's one of them and when you sexualize a young culture the biggest loser is women mm. it's women women sports the womb yeah. you know when does life start this is a this is how you break women and then you've got these absolute idiots who are feminist who want to come and say they fight for women's rights. They don't have a clue how you erode a woman as you go after children and you attack sexuality and you normalize sex with children, 100%.
2: They've destroyed femininity. That's the reason why, statistically, the profile of the most depressed person in this country is a middle-aged working woman with no children.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, All right, that was... I feel like I just gone to church over here. We've got a lot more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omaha Steaks. So Father's Day is around the corner. Here is your last chance, you guys, to get your dad something that he will love, but also you will love because you can eat it. You go to omahasteaks.com. Type Y in the search bar. There will be the Get Out and Grill assortment right there on the page for you. It is fifty nine percent off right now. It's got twenty entrees. It's got burgers, chicken breasts, a bunch of different sides, desserts. They've got four ten. Butchers Cut New York Strips. They're age 30 days. That makes them way more tender. Plus they're gonna throw in four free New York strip burgers with your order. Um, We've got this one at home and it has come in so handy. We're all busy, okay? You gotta go to Omaha Steaks. Let them get you set for dinner. Get dad something he will love, and you will love it too. You can go to omahasteaks.com, type in keyword why. That's W-H-Y in the keyword uh, in the search bar. Get Dad the Get Out and Grill assortment. That is omahasteaks.com, keyword Y. The office of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says he is apologetic after he made headlines uh, by being quite ableist in an interview speaking about disabled children. Here is uh, Chuck Schumer.
3: And there, this initiative actually will house the homeless population that is actually living on our streets. We see them every day. Yes. We're about to house them. And they're against it. It's, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I, found, I have found that my whole career. They wanted to build. Uh, in when I first was assemblyman, mm-hmm. they wanted to build a, a congregate living place for retarded children. Mm-hmm. The whole neighborhood was against it. These are harmless kids. They just needed right. some help.
0: Uh, so you can learn, You're not allowed to say that anymore. I realize Chuck Schumer is old. Um, but I am told that if you use any sort of offensive remarks even if you're using it in a non-offensive way right you're not meaning to sit to like slander someone or insult them that you are to be canceled but Chuck Schumer says he's sorry so I'm sure it'll be fine
1: yeah but he doesn't double standard he doesn't play by those rules right see he's from the other race he's from the liberal race and they I have, keep
0: going back and forth. They have I'm like, a
1: different different set of circumstances. Yeah, because I'm like, so and what is it? An apology means something when it yes. comes from them.
0: So it's the angel and the devil. Like, do yeah. I want that to be the standard? No, but no. have they made it the standard? Yes. yes. So shouldn't they live and die by it, John? Sure.
2: I wish that there were a synonymous word. We need a word to define, you know, somebody who is like less. It was a good word, and the baby boomers ruined it because it used to be like a medical term. Yeah, they started using yeah. it as an insult because they're mean people, and now <laughs> we can't say it. To like, why are you laughing? Ish. Do you disagree? I
0: just, no, I, I just, I. <laughs> I, I
1: this I is how I feel about the, uh, the rainbow being hijacked.
2: I
0: didn't yeah. know. I didn't know you had a jihad against uh, baby boomers.
1: Unironically,
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> is there something you need to share no
0: <laughs> What? Ha- no. Who hurt you? John? Not the, the boomers, but not on Glenn Beck's platform. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm sure not. Nothing will come of it, but he did make a lot of people. Angry, um, you know. It's interesting. He, they said they they released a statement. They said for decades Senator Schumer has been an ardent champion for enlightened policy and full funding of services for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. He used an inappropriate and outdated word in his description of an effort he supported that was led by the AHRC to build a group home in the, his Brooklyn district. He's sincerely sorry for his use of the outdated and hurtful language, but I feel like he could have just like he could have just led with intellectual and developmental disabilities and it would have been
1: yeah but it's just funny how how the the the, the posse will come out to his defense on his behalf
0: yes but i love it uh,
1: yeah sure but if you're on the right and you do make a mistake and we're human beings we make mistakes right right right. show me a perfect one does not exist one one was and it'll come again okay but when you make a mistake on the right you can't even defend yourself it's like sorry you don't gone and done it, it's right. done,
0: right. right? Right.
1: It's settled, Th- now that, and that's the double standard you're talking about, and so yes, because they made that the standard, they should be held accountable to live by it. I hate that it is so, right? But mm-hmm. now that it is, they gotta be held accountable.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. All right, we gotta take a break, we'll be back. Don't forget to go to wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. By the way, if you leave us a good review, you may see it read live on air, like the one today from Mom to William, says Sarah the Bilt Barzar. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. so true. I watch your show every day. I love all your content. It's always good. I miss Yaku though. He's my favorite guest. Please bring him back keep being great. I told him, I told you, Uh the people missed you. They were sending me messages, they were writing reviews about you, they missed you. I was like, I want to bring him back too, he's not here.
1: It warms my heart, I'm glad to be back, thank you. I I was traveling with the kids, drove thousands of miles.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well we're very glad that you're back and back safely. Also by the way, um, to whoever said, I, I noticed there was a review that was like, well I really love your show and I love Blaze TV, but I saw a Beyond Meat ad when I was watching your show and I can't watch it anymore and i was like i just want to let all of you know out there if you're watching this on youtube or pluto or wherever we don't actually control what advertisements are shown so that's no reason to give us a poor review jerk all right anyway uh i just want to uh, also remind you guys i will be on the candace owens show that is tonight at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central we had a blast uh, i joined candace and also um the hodge twins we did a panel, and you know if the Hodge twins are involved, it's gonna be something really fun. So as you guys can see from those pictures, um, we had a really good time. So don't miss it on the Daily Wire. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. It's good to be back though. Yes. It's good to be back, and thank you guys for being here.
1: You we went to go spruce
2: show show. So. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media
3: content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.